let's go to the beginning of our relationship. What was it? Because we had known each other for a long time. Right? We've known each other for a long time. Um, 14 and 15 years old. And we didn't get together till 26, 27, somewhere in there. 25, maybe. Yeah. What made you finally decide or what was about me that that got you interested Did you start I started looking different? Man, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because you grew up? I don't know. Maybe because I grew up. <laughs> I, I, I like to argue I grew up faster than everybody in that school. Well, not uh, almost everybody. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. In some ways you grew up faster, but I mean, you were still Joe. Yeah. Did you, did you know? Uh, Cause we were, it was not like we weren't strangers. We were friends. Oh yeah. But we did you friends. know how much I was dealing with uh, in high school? Honestly, not to the extent that you really were all the stuff that you were really doing. You, um, I don't want to say hit it well, but you know, it wasn't on display. You weren't coming to school telling all of us or, you know, calling us on the phone, telling us, you know, everything. Cause I mean, you still hung out with us. I mean, you still seemed somewhat like a teenager normal. So I don't think at the time I knew everything that you were dealing with. Mm. I saw the, the fun side. Oh, Joe got an apartment. Joe got this, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But I didn't see the struggle. I didn't understand the struggle. While I'm curling up on the couch crying. <laughs> All alone. All alone. Um, so you don't know why I started to look, start to look different to you. It's so hard. I don't, I don't know. Just out of, it just happened? It just happened. I, I honestly feel like it just happened. I don't know if it was just a time in my life. I, I really don't know. Did you feel safe? With you? Yeah. Yeah, I felt very safe with you. Such your first time? Feeling safe? If I'm honest, yes. That is the first time I, I truly felt safe. Hmm. And, and then you... So when did you decide that, okay, I said I was leaving Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. And did you immediately be like, well, you know, good luck? Or were you like, I uh, hope he asked me to go or if he asked it me to go. It was a little bit go? of both. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit of both because as you know, I lived in Charlotte for a year, several years prior. Mm-hmm. And so when I had to move back to Minneapolis, it was never my intent to stay in Minneapolis. Like I didn't want to move back in the first place, but circumstances kind of pushed me back there. So it was kind of a little bit of both is like, okay, well, you know, definitely not asking him to stay around here for me, but I'm also not going to say, well, can I come with you? I'm not that type of girl. So I wasn't going to be like, well, I'm going to come with you. But you wanted to go? I, yeah, if, yeah, I would say so. Well, there's a lot of uncertainty in it. In it. <laughs> no, it's not uncertainty. It just, it's like, it wasn't like um, some desperation of, I really need to go with him. Definitely wasn't like that. Oh, okay. But I wanted to go. Um, You can't make decisions at this point in your life. You couldn't make decisions for yourself anymore. 
Right. You know, because Devin was already here. Mm-hmm. And you had to decide whether or not, you know, it was not only a good move for you, but it was a good move for him. Mm-hmm. How scary was that? Uh, that's extremely scary. Anytime you make a decision for somebody else, you know, you want to, you, especially your child, you're hoping that you're making the right choice because you never know how to affect them years down the road. How much did the things you experienced in your childhood uh, with your parents uh, impact your feelings about um, what you, what decisions you were making with Devin? I don't, you mean in regards to his, what, what do you mean? I mean, just, you know, um, well, you're taking him out of Minnesota, uh, you're, you know, you're a package deal. So, you know, and y'all are bonded in a, in a different way. Cause there was a good period of time where it really was just you and him. Right. And, you know, inviting somebody else into that space. Um, these are some things you experience. You experience not, uh, having a biological father around, you know, and how that situation can be temporary with bringing somebody else in is, you know, from your, from your point of view, not necessarily a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if, if, if any of these things were, were factoring in your head or you just trusted out the gate that. Uh, I'm going to say I trusted out the gate. Cause I don't think I really thought back to my personal experiences of, you know, missing or lacking or someone coming in and out. I don't think I even really thought about that because again, I felt safe. So it wasn't like me pondering, oh my gosh, is this, you know, will this part affect Devin in a negative way? Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it like that. How long did it take for you to be like, okay, that's his son too. It's not just my son. Well, to back, back up, because not only that, you've been in Devin's life since he's been born. That's before he was born, yeah. Right. So uh-huh. it's like that also wasn't like you were just someone I met, you know, a month out or however long somewhere else randomly and I had to introduce you guys. You were already a part of his life. So that also didn't make me think this is someone that's gonna come in and out or how that's gonna affect. I think that's why I didn't really think about that part of it mm-hmm. in that way. So Make that make sense for me. So like, like you already being present. Cause like you said, you've been there before he was born. Like, you know, you were at his baby shower and, mm-hmm. and then you were there, you know, all these, you know, be prior us actually dating. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you were just some, I don't want to say random guy, but you were just some new guy that I started dating and then introduced you to my child. Right. You had already been there. And I already felt safe with you. So in regards to moving out of state, it, I guess that part of my mind, did, that wasn't like a, something I had to think about. Like, is it okay? Or how will that affect him? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you ever think you would get married when you were younger? Oh yeah. You already knew it. You knew it at some point. I didn't point. know it. It's just, I guess you could say it's something I wanted or dreamed of because my mom at the time growing up had never actually got married. Um, I didn't really see marriage. I saw it through some of my friends and their parents, but I didn't really see it necessarily within like my household or my, in my family. Mm-hmm. So it was something I definitely wanted. How was that experience for you? What? The whole getting married, the, going through the process, all of it. 
it was it was stressful, but it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What part was stressful? I mean, we got married in another country, so it was very stressful. Just kind of like figuring out some of the logistics because let's keep it real, they weren't communicating. We didn't know what when we boarded that plane to Jamaica, we had no idea what we were going to make. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was going to happen when we were right. there? Right. And then um, the stress of just not having our families there, you know, yeah. that was a gamble we took. A you know, we when we made that choice, we knew that there was a big possibility they wouldn't make it. But I think in our minds, we were like, we're giving people time. They can make it, you know. Right. And it just didn't work that way. No. Nope. So that was a little stressful. Um, however, I would do it all over again the same way. Same way. It was the best time of my life. Um, I'm trying to think of a time I had, but more, or, uh, that was more enjoyful, joyful or enjoyable than that. Oh, we were there seven days. Yeah, we were there seven. Yeah. That was a great time. We need to watch that video again. <laughs> um, so. We don't I, have a DVD. Yeah, we have a DVD oh, okay. and we have the little. Uh, there's a little piece of video. Oh, okay. That somebody shot. Okay. Um, getting to um things like I said, you know, you you get you don't get 14 years of marriage by just making a whole bunch of mistakes, but you also don't get 14 years of marriage. I'm guessing by not experiencing challenges. So, how difficult is it being married to me? <laughs> Well, you know, I've only been married once, so I can't really, I don't have nothing to compare it to. So I don't want to be like, oh, it's just this or, oh, it's so blissful. I don't, it's really not that hard. I mean, other than when you try to, um, as a late counsel me, I don't like that. You don't like, you don't like, um. You don't like being therapized or whatever you like to call it. No, I don't. Because <laughs> you become too experty. It's one thing to just regularly, casually talk with me. But when you talk to me at like a professor level, like you're just trying to be too, you know. Well, let me tell you. Book? Yeah. Text? No. Uh, this experience, I've been at it for like two years now doing couples counseling and uh, individual counseling and honestly it can sometimes be kind of stressful when right. you're married because you see things or you learn things that are flawed or things that i personally notice things that i'm doing wrong and i try to approach it in a way of me just you know taking accountability for what i'm doing and um i guess sometimes it comes off as me trying to criticize you, but it's like, I, I, I'm learning all this information on what healthy marriages look like and tools and resources in order to keep, you know, keep a marriage healthy. And I'm trying to share them, but I guess from your point of view, I'm not, I'm obviously not communicating in a way that makes you feel like you're welcoming this information. It's not a casual conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It always causes, Hostility. I try to walk. I try to walk. <laughs> I, I try. I try to walk lightly. 
uh, into these things, <laughs> but it's literally every single day. Cause I'm, I'm always, every single day I spend, uh, some amount of time either reading or watching or researching something about couples because this is what I've chosen to do. Like I've, I've chosen now to do this. So every day I'm learning something new and I'm like, wow, I can't wait to tell Don about this. And, um, I guess I need to figure out a new way to, to bring it to you because it's good information. For a new time. You, you usually pull it in when there's like, um, a discussion already going on. That's when you try to pull it in. So it's okay. like, it's the wrong time. Well, here in chapter three, what you're doing to <laughs> me is called this. Has <laughs> it helped at all though? Has it made me a better husband or person at all going through therapy and then becoming a therapist myself? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, I, I feel like you, there's a lot of things that you notice about yourself. Cause you'll ask me, you know, like, Hey, you know, how do you feel when I do this or I don't do this? And so it's like, you're, you're kind of look, taking a look at yourself. So I think it has helped you in that way in regards to marriage. Um, I don't, other than just trying to, my word, ther therapize me. I think it's been, it's been great. Well, I know one of the things that I've done, I did in the past was, uh, if we had some type of argument, um, it, it's going to have to be you to, to mend the fence. Cause you're you know, stubborn as hell. Yeah. I'm not coming back to the table. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad and I'm not coming back to the table, but through my education, I've learned that that is abusive. Uh huh. And, uh, I don't do that anymore. I try very hard to be self-aware when I'm, when, you know, trying not to shut down and walk away from situations and like those that's one of the things that i think is a benefit to me i would agree because you could go days uh day yeah that's a being nice <laughs> that's being nice i could go much longer than days when i get upset i'm just but i didn't have like in the beginning of our marriage i really felt like you know i was the master communicator. Like I felt like you were learning how to have conversations like the ones I was having. And then it came to a point where I just became, I don't know, I don't know if it came reversed or what. And I, I didn't, I was not a master communicator. I thought I was. Right. Well, I, was, I mean, I, I, I was giving your flowers too. Cause I thought I was like, okay, this is what we supposed to do. Yes. Yes. Cause I did know, I did know empathy. I do know compassion, you know, uh, been through so much. You've been through so much, but, you know, we've had different, you know, we, we had different paths to get what we got, but, you know, neither one of them was really easy, so to speak. But um, when I found you, I knew immediately um, that I had found a friend. So I wanted to make sure that I was able to talk to you and when you got upset, you know, I wanted to try to make sure you understood I'm not here to combat you. I'm not here to fight you. And you were in the beginning, like used to fighting, you want to fight. Um, and I just wasn't with that. So let's talk it out. And then somewhere, you know, I lost the words, I lost the willingness 
and um and then uh, there was words that I never had or never knew how to use or how to communicate what I was feeling um instead it was just always come out in like some unhealthy way instead of me just saying you know I feel this way I need this can we do this can we do that? and in turn um it took you down in my opinion and you can tell me if I'm wrong it took you down a path of you know then, then your communication got, got poor almost in reaction to mine getting poor and it just you know it took a while to build it back up but for a minute there it got real poor I can agree with that yeah in some ways I I think I, I still am there at times where I'm just like yeah. No, you know. Not just, worth it. Not yeah, worth not it. worth it. Yeah. Just I'm not even gonna. Okay. Yeah. Don't have it in me. Cause that's that. That's that number one marriage tip everybody gives you, right? Pick your battles. Right. Exactly. I'm. I'm constantly saying, just pick my battles. I don't think that's good advice. I know it's. I don't think it's good either. But then yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I don't have the energy to, yeah. you know even have a discussion about this because yeah. I don't want to fight over yeah. it and I don't want to be therapized. So yeah. I, you know, will just, eh, it's not worth it. Yeah. It makes me, you know, I don't want, I don't like to say what we should have done or, but it makes me, um, want to get better at not picking battles, but picking words that don't start battles. Right. That's, that's, that's fair. I, I do think it's, it's usually the word, yeah. a word that is triggersome. Yeah. So I've been trying gentle startups, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just lightly tapping. I mean, it's, uh, how is that working out? Am I, am I, am I doing better about bringing stuff or is it still, still it's a, it's a little, you coming know, in rough? It's a little rocky. I mean, I'm an intense guy. You're yes. You are very intense. Yeah. Very okay. intense. It's a little rocky, but I mean, you're trying. But you know, you know, you, you do. Do you feel loved? By you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm doing something right. Yes. Okay. And I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to, to, uh, because like I said, I don't think picking your battles is good advice. So what do you think? I, if you were telling a young couple, someone starting out, you know, freshly newlyweds, what are you, you're not, instead of saying, you know, some pick your battles, what are you going to tell them? I'm going to help. I, that's what I do now. I try to help people find the language. I think the, I think the most important thing is gaining understanding of where your partner's coming from. Okay. So what I try to do, not only in my couple sessions, but in my own marriage is I try my best to understand everything that you're saying, why you're saying it, you know, um, and hopefully if it's something I feel like a perspective that needs to change, hopefully I can get you to understand where I'm coming from. So you can be like, okay. What you think I'm saying is not what I'm saying, because at the end of the day, I know that I have no intentions of hurting you or making you mad or making you upset. All I want to do is make you happy. So 
Um, if that's my intention and it's not being communicated, I need to change the way I'm communicating until you understand that's what I'm trying to do. That's it. That's it. Because I'm not your enemy. Right. Uh, you so know. you think that there's um, in the pick your battles comments that um, any little thing you should uh, you should discuss, you should, you know, raise that conversation with your spouse. If it's making you uncomfortable or making you have to show up, um, if it's making you change the way that you are in order to make your partner comfortable, I think you should bring it up. Okay. Absolutely, because I wouldn't want you to be doing something in order to make me feel comfortable if it's making you feel uncomfortable, you know, at least without me knowing. I mean, if it's something I can help, because it may be something I can help. It may be something I can't help, and it's just, you know. Like know, the way you chew gum. Like the way I chew gum. I, you know, I mean, I, I <laughs> can try. <laughs> I can try not to chew the way, I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not intentionally going out to smack on this gum you know but you do but you know I do try i try i don't always succeed but even with everything that you everything that bothers you i try i don't succeed and i know sometimes i'm like dang you did you did ask me to do this differently and i have and i i did not hold up yeah you know so i understand that and i'm not like i'm not doing it to be like and this, <laughs> give me this piece of gum so I can smack. <laughs> Damn, this! I will smack this gum. It's my gum. That's how you be acting, though. It might not be your intent, but that's how you act. Yeah. But what do you want? You do you think that you you do or make adjustments in order to? Uh... I know I make adjustments. I just um, a lot of the time feel like they're the adjustments I'm making aren't very visible. So you don't see them or maybe even always feel them, but I know I'm making adjustments. Like if you, you know, if there's something that I don't know, like something that was asked of you for me to do or not do, I know I'm, I'm making that, but I don't know if I'm doing it enough to where it's seen or felt. So mm -hmm. I, that's something I probably have to work on. Mm -hmm. Because that's my, my nature. I feel like that's my nature is very, you know, I don't want to say people pleasing, but that's probably what it is. You know, I think that because when you have so much, uh, so much of the mask wearing and, and changing and making adjustments without being asked to make these adjustments or you just deciding to change this because you think or I'm deciding to change this because I think this is what you want instead of having a conversation mm -hmm. and um, like when when you finally had a conversation it just comes out uh, and like negative criticism and you get so much of that and it becomes just a negative sentiment so like before you even start speaking you know or before I even start speaking, the other person is already on defense and you already like, okay, you're finna say something negative on top of all the other negative thing. You're not even letting it be a new conversation. It's just part of the added on to the current 
pile of negative stuff that we didn't already talked about. So I wonder sometimes if, um, so like for you, I can tell by your voice, whether something's going to come out bad or not. I'm like, before you even say, you know, Hey babe. Uh, okay. That, that means you're just going to ask me to do something. It's like, you know, and I, I can't, I can't change. I can't do the, to the voice, but it's the way you say it. And maybe, know, Oh man, I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mess up. I didn't forgot to do something. You know, or, or not to, or I'm doing something that's that's annoying you. You know, like you know, even when it's even when, even before you tell me to turn the TV down, I know it's. I don't. She finna tell me to turn this TV down or something. Well, I mean, you listen to it at like volume sixty. I can't hear. But uh, what do you think about that? You think that sometimes that you know that negative sentiment is built up to a level that you know you already anticipate something negative and you can't even be it introduced to new conversations yes are you referring in general or with us um and and uh, with us you know i don't want to be generalizing out there for (laughs) people yeah we're Uh, talking this talk and we're being transparent and vulnerable right now but understand we have 14 of these things it ain't 50 it ain't 20 but it's 14 of them we still laugh with each other pretty hard so even through i'm the funny one then definitely not the funny one um, I'm trying to think what place you're in, in the house. <laughs> in the house, you're fighting hard with Devin for third because no, Devin's just not very funny. Yeah, you might be third. Devin might be fourth. He's just not funny. And you're not. I don't. The only one who laughs at your jokes is Donovan. Donna, you you your you laugh so hard, your mouth gets so wide that you scrape your forehead laughing at me. <laughs> Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Get in the camera now. Get in the camera now. (laughs) You laugh so hard at this stuff I say. Okay. Whatever. The people know. Yes, the people do know. (laughs) Yes, the people do know. I don't try to be funny on purpose. This stuff just comes out of me. I don't understand. Same here. But I might not be the funniest one, to be honest. You're not. It's probably Donovan. Yeah, it's Donovan and me. (laughs) You're not in the running. You're not in the room. Okay, to be continued. Um, what was the question again? I didn't forgot. I was just saying, but the negative sentiment, how it builds up. Um, this is going back to when you were made. You made the statement of when uh, we choose to make choice changes that weren't really asked. Yeah. And yeah, we definitely do that. Yeah. I mean, we. You think? Oh, okay. He must want this, so I'm gonna start doing this or acting this way. Right. And then you're like, I didn't want that. I didn't ask for that. And then it's like, but I did it for you, so you don't <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah, you better appreciate it. <laughs> we definitely do that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and and it's I think it's um I think a lot of people do that in a lot of in all their types of relationships. Um and it's something that we have to stop because you can't be mad at someone for something you chose to do that they didn't want you to even do. Right. So let's talk about how, how do, do you I feel like we do that? I absolutely know that we do that. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, being transparent, you're probably a little more guilty of it than I am. You, I, you do a lot I, of stuff for me. You do a lot of stuff for me. And, and if I don't 
if it's something I actually, if you do 10 things for me and it's the one thing that I want you to do that, I, that I'm actually asking for. And I don't, if I mention that you didn't do this one thing, I feel like you think I'm ungrateful for the other 10 things that, that you actually did. Then I'm like, okay, you did. I, I do appreciate all of those things. You know, I didn't necessarily ask for them and I'm glad to receive them, but let's not miss the thing that I actually asked for, you know? So I feel like you get a little more guilty of it than I am. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I agree with that. What? I don't know if I agree with that. I, I asked. I think it's the other way around in regards to how you just phrased that. What? It's definitely the other way around. I ask you all the time. Because you're like, what about all the other things I did did right? And I'm like, yeah, but I asked you to, you know. That's fair. Change out the clothes or send mom the recipe. Oh, that's, <laughs> that was recent. So <laughs> that's messed up. That's messed up. <laughs> But I mean, I'm not saying that I don't do that because I definitely am somebody who. No, you're fair. That's that's accurate. That's fair. I, I that's fair. I think it's maybe because you asked me to do way more things than I ask you to do too. That's that's fair. And I have, I'm bad. I need to start. I I, I kick myself every time because it's like, why didn't I just write this down? Or I'd be thinking my mind is so solid that I can just. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, uh, you need to let that go. And I got all of these, all of these balls and plates in the air, and uh, I'm not trying to make excuses, but stuff slip, you know, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, we're all human. Yeah, no, but I do that too much. And you're right. You do ask me to do stuff, and, and after a while, I have so much, you know, internalized negative sentiment that sometimes you could be coming at me in a peaceful way and asking me to do something in a in a in a calm and nice way but i'm so um i'm internalizing all the stuff that i didn't do so i'll you know i'll project and turn it on you be like dang i did 10 things right that that's why i'm saying yeah. <laughs> the tables were reversed on that last statement how you mean i forgot i forgot to send the recipe <laughs> two days later two days later two days later but i mean well i swear i mean well i swear yeah. Um, so what, how do you think I'm doing? I, was, I, I interviewed Donovan recently and, uh, I can't wait for you to hear what the kind of things he said, but he really touched my heart. But I want to know from you, from your perspective as his mother, how do you think I'm doing and Devin's mother, how do you think I'm doing as a father around here? Uh, I think you're doing a great job. I mean, you're very, you're attentive to um like their actual well a lot of it has to do with your recent you know education but you're very attentive to like maybe how certain things are affecting them mentally you know where their mental state is um that's just a big thing because we lack that yeah in our community in such a big way i'm just worried about them not being having the tools to communicate you know, or coming out like, you know, the worst, the, the worst of both of us, you and your, you're the way you lock up and, and don't say nothing and hold it all in. And it just comes out 
and me. Me? Yes, definitely you. I don't do that. And the way I, the way I come out, it, it comes out as an avalanche. You know, where I'm kicking trash cans and punching walls, and and I just like, man, I hope that there's a balance, yeah, for them. You know, that uh, they can find the words. But no, you're you're um, anywhere that they want you to be there, whether it's um, I don't know, playing a game, watching a movie. Especially, I mean, again, especially with more so with Donovan as of late, because let's face it, Devin's 21. He don't really fool with us too much. Not really. No. You know, he does his own thing, comes and goes. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a little harder for me to talk about, you know, the the Devin branch. Yeah. But, I mean, thinking back to when Devin was Donovan's age, my gosh, it was just the two of you. You got all the sports and everything that was going on. I mean, working in a school, you know, it's like where you saw one, you pretty much had to see the other. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah. a big part of your life. To him and his, he and his friends, you know, still a little packed. I still think that I did so much learning on the job with Devin that he got. Um, you know, he got a he got a better father than I got for sure, but um, he didn't get the best version of him at 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 that age. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, a lot of it's growth as well. I mean, the things that we we learn. As we get older, yeah, but yeah, he, I mean, he, he, he's got the, on the job training with both of us in a lot of ways. For sure. For sure. But I mean, he asked me is the better one that out of the two to get that. Yeah. He's a different kind of dude. Yeah. So, you know, you could, like I said, he's been tell a joke and give him a blade of grass and he'll be occupied for five hours. And Donovan, you got a lights, camera action. You got to dance and. I don't know where he gets shake and jive to keep him occupied. Golly, but... I don't know where he gets that from. Yeah. But no, you, like I said, wherever they want you, you're there. So, and a lot of people, including their friends, they, they don't have that. Yeah, I definitely did. So you definitely didn't. Mm-mm. I try to be what I didn't. I, I try to show up in his life in a way that, that I, what I needed, I try to be what I needed, especially at first, trying to, you know, balance that line between, okay, you know, that biological line, right? Mm-hmm. First, I'm a stepfather, and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm no longer your step, I'm your father, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and that line, you know, that uh, knowing, in a way, what being in a position that he was in, you know, uh, feeling like sometimes like the, 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 the outsider in my own house, you know, you know, a lot of times, um, and, uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I see it now and, um, you know, I'm glad that we can have conversations now that, uh, that are impactful, but it's a lot of on the job training, a lot of on the job training. Yeah. At times, though, did you feel the, the... something that's important, though, also is that you're here and you're a big thing is you're showing them how they should treat a woman, their 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 future wife. 
um, girlfriends or wives or, or, you know, just how, how a woman should be treated. That's a, that's a big thing, you know, because let's face it. A lot of these men don't have it. Yeah, I didn't, but thank you for saying that. That means a lot to me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, no, I, I had to, even still stuff. I didn't learn like, you know, opening the door, things like that. I still had to remind myself because nobody taught me that, mm -hmm. you know, so I still have to remind myself sometimes and try to, if I can remember, open the door, the car doors, you know, right. it's, not, it's not like I'm letting you run in the doors no, at no, the grocery the store. Door, like <laughs> the boys be honest about the house door. Don't let one of them walk in before me because the other one's flipping out. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever paid attention to that, but. I don't pay attention to them at all. <laughs> <laughs> If I can help it. Well, they do. That's that's one thing that's very serious to them. You know, nobody walks in the door before mom. But car doors, that's another situation. But to me, that's I don't I don't need that. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah, you're a what kind of an independent woman, aren't you? I knew you were gonna say that. I'll go back to the time. You know, it's a good important point to me. Oh, back to the time where that broke me down. Yes. Uh, Bro, let's talk. Let's yeah. Let's talk about that. Where when, you know, I had just gotten laid off, and Donovan was either about to be born or just born. Um, you were laid off before he was born. Okay, so I had no job. I had left a stable situation as an accountant, and moved into recruiting, which I don't know why any black man in Texas would try that job. Yeah that the other day i was like why why did he do that yeah i don't know just trying to be happy mm -hmm. but not understanding that that time that's a young i mean 27 year old man trying to you know just do stuff but anyway not a good decision but uh you know and you said I was laid off. Donovan was born, and you said something along the lines of, "You know, I don't know exactly what you said, but all I heard was, I 'I don't need you.' I, can, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna I, say that. I can do this all by myself. That's buddy. not really how it went. You okay. said, um, gosh, how exactly did you word it? I think you said." Oh, would you be okay? Something about you not being around. Yeah. And I said, I would be, I would be able to, I would be just fine. I could handle it. You would make it. Yeah. If I was at a route, you, I'd make it. And I should have been proud. And or, that's how I meant it. I meant yeah. it as in, you know, you married somebody that's, that's strong. Somebody that's, you know, that can, that's been through some stuff yeah. and can handle her own. The money tree. <laughs> the money tree, yes, yeah. that can handle her own. So you know, understand that you know, don't worry about me because I'm strong. Yeah, I'm not weak. I'm you know, I'm gonna make it happen no matter what. Right. And yeah. You took it as. Yeah. No, you just you just yeah. You know, I'm a loser. <laughs> I have no worth, no value. But at the time, like I said, I just got laid off. You know, I got a brand new son, so. I can look at it now in hindsight, but like, man, I was very fragile for years. This was a hot topic for years. It affected me for it. It really changed the course of our marriage for a long time. Um, 
because I lost a lot of confidence. I lost a lot of confidence at that time. And I, I became somebody who then needed to be needed by everybody. And that's when I started diving deep into, you know, coaching and teaching and whatnot. And I just became, it just consumed me to mm -hmm. the point where I couldn't even see or didn't even want to see past helping other people, uh, or being somewhere where I was needed. That was the, the, the false or illogical thoughts in my mind is like, my family doesn't need me. So I need to be out here in the world right? where I can go, she got it. You know, my wife, don't, <laughs> my wife don't need me. <laughs> my kids don't need my me. My kids don't need me. Nobody needs me here. So let me just, you know, and I was, you know, I was. That went on for years. Yeah. I was consumed. Like, I mean, it sounds crazy now. Cause I mean, I was not only was I coaching like 10 teams at once by myself. Was that about nine, 10 years? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a while. It was a long while. And I was handling all by myself for the most part. And then I was playing three or four different sports. I don't know how, I, I don't have time today to, I don't have 10 minutes, right? Uh, and, and I'm not doing that. It feels half, like you don't have 10 It minutes. feels like I don't have 10 minutes. I, I agree. I, I, I look back at like how we are now where we don't, we're not ripping and running to practices and to games and whether it's your game or Donovan's game or Devin's game or whatever it might be. And I'm like, how the hell did we do that for so long? Cause like you said, now it feels like you don't have 10 minutes. I walk in the door from work. And I'm like, the night's over. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, we were going, Devin was playing multiple sports. You were playing multiple sports. Then Donovan started playing sports and we're having to like tag team and, and you're coaching yeah. multiple teams. I'm like, how the hell did we do it? Right. So I want to ask you that time period basically started a real active depression for me. And I wasn't aware of it. Maybe you weren't aware of it until much later yeah, that I, I slid into a depression, but it became evident eventually. What is it like being married to someone who is clinically depressed? Honest opinion yes. or honest feeling. It's hard. There's, um, I'm not, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Um, it's very difficult because you want to make sure that that person's okay, but you don't know how to make sure that that person's okay. Um, if I say this, it's going to do this. Or if I don't say this, it's going to do that. And so you're, you're constantly trying to figure out how to, I don't like the word manage or handle, but you're constantly trying to figure out, you know, what's best. Mm -hmm. And as well as keep, you know, yourself somewhat sane, mm -hmm children and you know just the the whole uh family mechanism you're just trying to keep that moving but you got to make sure this person's okay and it's it's difficult you learn a lot yeah um and you have you have to be very um um i don't know if selfless is the right word but you have to you have to be aware you know and you have to be I'm I'm losing my words. But. Did you basically you lost yourself trying to take care of me? You know, if I'm honest, if I really think about it, I guess I could say yeah. But I didn't think that. 
you know, in the moment, no, Donna's Donna's Donna. Donna's always going to be Donna. But it takes, you know, someone maybe pointing it out to you. Uh, are you okay? You don't seem like yourself. Mm. And you think you are, and someone else tells you you're not. Is it, um, is it still scary? Oh, yes. Because you never know. Yeah. You know, I, I and like, I, you learn a lot, but you still have a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And I personally haven't, you know, gone through and, I don't know, sat down and read textbooks and, you know, learned, you know, just learned all this stuff about everything that goes on. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you just never know. Because every day can be different. You could be high, you could be low. Do you, can you feel it when it's trending in the right direction? Like things are not as depressing or as sad as maybe once was, or it's still just, you never know. No, you can feel it. I, you know, I, you, you definitely, you can, I feel like I can physically feel it when you're going up or if you're, you know, having bad times. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like now I'm starting to pick up on it a little bit. There's times though where I know, I think you mask it because you're just trying to make sure we're all good. But I know I just don't always say something because I'm like, okay, he's trying to be good. So let me not be like, I know you're having a bad day. Like, you know. <laughs> that might actually work for me though. Really? To be honest. Yeah. Just okay. to acknowledge that you know that I'm not okay sometimes because... Uh, the mask is the mask is heavy, you know. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I know too, you know. But I don't, I don't. I try not to, you know, ask you. I mean, I try not to avoid asking you. I try to go right in, like, look, I is are you all right? I know you're not going to tell me, but um, I still try to ask when you're having bad days or when you're. I tell you if I'm having a bad day. I just may not go into details about it, but I, you don't have to tell me. Don't I, know. I tell you? Well, or don't I admit to you them? Um, sometimes, but you don't really go into detail, like you said about, like you don't, you know, we can't talk about it or explore it, you know. Instead, I just hit the panic button and, you know, let these two idiots know that now ain't the day to be testing your mom, you know. So, but when you when you think about. What it's what it can you think about some of the scariest times uh, when I'm dealing and fighting? Because my depression got really bad. Can I think of the scariest times? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just times you don't forget. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I I've said publicly that I went to a mental hospital, and I don't know, you know, I, I can cut this out if you don't want talk about it but um i know on the other side of that thing it must have been difficult for you to yeah it was very um i want to say maybe that time that i got the phone call early in the morning that you were at the park mm-hmm. do you remember that and they had taken you over to the hospital yes do you remember that yes it was my my first suicide attempt yes that was very scary to me because i think that was like Whoa, okay. There's um, something going on. You know, because like you said, 
you'd been dealing with it for a while, but I don't think either one of us really knew what we were dealing with. I honestly thought, okay, it's stress. You know, again, you're coaching all these teams, you know, you're trying to do all these, these things. And I thought that was it. And then, you know, you hate to lose. So whenever it was a bad tournament, I thought that's what also played into this like spiral of sadness or whatever, not knowing that it was depression. So then when I got that phone call, that was extremely scary. Like, I didn't know what to do because it, you know, this is stuff we don't talk about. And I don't mean you and I, I just mean like as a community. So I was like, I didn't know what to do about it, how to feel. And then you, even when you came home, when I picked you up, we didn't really talk about it. We literally went home and went to work. Yeah. I had words. It's like, we just never talked about it. And I never, I don't think it ever came back up between us. Did it? No. So, I mean, I didn't even tell you what I was doing or what happened or nothing. Mm -hmm. Just pick me up and. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. It just put you in a really weird spot. And again, it was kind of like, okay, well, he doesn't want to talk about it. Cause you know, part of your shutdown, I, that's how I kind of just learned how to move through, through life is like, okay, you don't want to talk about it. So it's another shutdown moving on. Yeah. So there's that situation, you know, there's, there's others, but I think as the others came along, I was more aware. Um, so I don't think there was anything else prior your stay that I'm aware of. Um, I mean, that was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of times, even honestly, it might've been some times even before we even got married that I was, you know, I, I've never really, you know, been all the way healthy, you know, and real till now. Like, I feel like now I'm, I'm good, but, um, you know, just things are starting to pile up and I used to start to feel real illogical stuff. Like I felt unloved, unnecessary, and you feel like, you know, people are better off without you. But I think the main thing that, that drove it is you just don't want to be in pain anymore. Like you just feel so much pain and you just want it to stop. But, um, you know, uh, I'm just glad that, uh, I'm glad that you understand, you know, now that, um, now I'm losing my words, but I, I'm I'm just really happy you stood by me, and I want you to know I I acknowledge that, and um I know that it wasn't easy for you, because I don't think people understand that when you're married to it, you're in it, you know, like you're going through it just as, I don't want to say just as bad, or I don't know what is worse, I don't know which one is worse, but it's bad on both sides. Mm -hmm. So different, bad. Yeah, and um. It's hard. To, it's hard to acknowledge that when you when you in it, like, like yeah, yeah. You it, it's hard for you, but I'm like almost dying. So it's like I couldn't. But now having perspective on, you know, on everything, I know what what it feels like when I think that you're just the slightest bit upset. You know, it could really ruin my day. So I can't imagine when you. I'm out here really, literally trying to die. And you just trying to hold that together and hold, hold our sons up. Um, 
and it it must have been incredibly difficult. Yeah, it was. It is. Yeah. But I'm working on it, man. I, I you know how how um what is it for like for you? How grateful are you, or how happy are you that you know I've kind of found my groove in therapy, not not as a therapist, but as a client and as a therapist. Oh, extremely, extremely happy. Um, I I think it's amazing because you had some not so good experiences. So for you to, as a patient, um, I think it's great that you gave it another try. Yeah. And because you had more than one bad experience. Yeah. So I think it's really good that you gave it another try to, you know, get the help that you need and find somebody and trust somebody because you're not very trusting. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I don't think you know how to read people. I stand, I, I you know, I'm, I side-eye people like, well, I don't know about them. And you'd be all in. You've warned me several times and you've been right and I've been wrong. So... I can't even argue um, um, that point right now. But to find somebody that you can trust, I think, is amazing. And then to also put yourself through school and educate yourself so that you can turn around and help somebody. It's just, you know, and you're no- normalizing it. You know, yeah. it's like I said, it's something that's not really talked about in our community. It's becoming more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hearing more people okay with saying, oh, I was, you know, I was with my therapist the other day or whatever, and they're okay with it. I, I just, I love it. Speaking of that, helping people, it's been um, a thing in our marriage where I used to feel like you resented me for always trying to help people. And because of that, it always caused conflict. But when did you have accept or have you accepted that I get my joy from helping people, even though I can admit I wasn't doing, doing it in the most healthy way. Cause I wasn't taking care of myself or my house the way that I should have, but I, I can't be without helping people. Like I just don't know how to exist in a, in a space where I'm not doing that. Let's be clear. I never disliked, you helping people is just that you allow people to take advantage of you like you overextend yourself you don't know the word no um when it necessarily well you've gotten better with the family but like a couple years back you wouldn't say no you know like you would if it meant you know coming home late like we're all in bed or possibly missing something for one of us you were okay with that because you were helping somebody over there. Yeah. That's where my issue came. I justified it. Yeah. So it wasn't that you were helping people that I had a problem with. It's just the manner in which the excessiveness, because you become so excessive, like you admitted. Um, so like, let's take it back to like when you were in, I don't know, is it your internship, externship? And you were counseling people like, Hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, dude, this is getting out of hand. Fix it today. I don't I can't get it done in an hour a week. 
we got to get it on. Today. I mean, you, you're supposed to have a one hour session and you're sitting up here for three hours with oh someone. My God. So I was like, here we go again. Boundaries. But you're setting your, you're learning to set your boundaries. Yeah. I, yeah. I was, and those not setting boundaries when I was coaching and teaching is ultimately what pushed me into the deepest part of my depression. Um, but why did it seem like you were going to, you were kind of going back there with the counseling? Like, like I said, you well, uber long sessions and it's, I, it's a drug. Like I've been out of teaching for so long. Right. And I'm getting back to a situation where I can help people again. And it's that drug, man. It's like, you know, I need, I need more of it. I need more of it. I need to help, you know, and I see people being affected and impacted mm -hmm. by the things that I say. And it's like, um, but then it's like, okay recognize again that this is how you destroyed yourself last time so put these boundaries together and don't let people take advantage of you right so that's kind of what i've learned okay and uh and I'm, I'm definitely getting better at that now you know um in all aspects whether it's you know just counseling or just people in my life period you know um, so you say people take, you saw people taking advantage when people, when you visibly see people basically taking advantage of me or hurting me in any way, how does that affect you? It infuriates me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You always kind of kept quiet though. Like you never, you know. Well, I mean, I didn't always keep quiet with you, but I'm also not going to go and snap on that person because you're allowing it. So I'm like, okay, well, this must be what he wants or, you know, how it, how it needs to go. But I mean, I would tell you yeah. that I didn't think it was cool or, you know, you need to fall back, but Joe's going to do Joe. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about before we end in our black table talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing the bad marriages for life like Will and Jada. <laughs> had me out here slapping people in, in public. Oh I'm my like, gosh, I would never have you do that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I thought, I thought about you at that moment when he went up on stage and smacked that dude. Because I'm like, if I would have tried to get up, Donna would have snatched me back down and like gritted her teeth and everything. Like, shit down. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> you I mean, go up there. I get it, it's like I'm torn on that because it's like I just feel like he didn't need to go up there and do that in that moment. But I get you also feeling like you need to, you know, yeah, defend your wife. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, well, so, he lost it. but yeah, he 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 lost it. I just felt like he could have well, handled it himself too. in a different way. Just, I mean. I mean, look where you're at, you're, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. But I mean, in the, in those moments, you're not looking around like, okay, where were they? The Oscars? No. Yeah. Oscars. Oscars. It's like, he's not looking around like, okay, I'm in the Oscars. I'm about to go up here and slap another black man. I know he's not thinking about all that in that moment. But, but I know you would have stopped me. Oh, no, I would have stopped you just because I don't need you to show the world. You know what I mean? I know how you feel about me and how you would protect me. 
I don't. I did. I wouldn't need you to go up on stage for me. Well, I'm gonna say I know you would have tried to stop me. Oh yeah, I know what it. You know what I get mad, and I'm. It ain't no. Let's, let's just. <laughs> what I get mad. I've tried to stop you so many times. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been some embarrassing, but I look back on that stuff now, and I'm like, man, that dude was so unhappy and so unhealed, and like, there's been moments, man. Like, even when going to play basketball with the boys, there's been moments where I can, I know that I would have lost my mind In a couple of years ago. Yes, a couple of years ago, and now I'm just like. I can handle this. Like I can. You ever ask the boys, like, "Hey, when I used to spaz out at games, and you guys would have to hold me back from refs and other coaches?" I don't ask them any. First of all, I don't know if they like me very much. To be <laughs> they, honest, they love him. To be honest, but uh, uh, no, I kind of when everything anything coming close to the subject comes up, they all just kind of make a face to kind of let me know I was tripping, but. They also, I think, appreciate that the reason I was tripping was because I love them. I know how much work uh, that we had done to be in those situations. And really what it was all about was unfairness. Unfairness. Honest. I like, they know, like, man, like, don't, don't do this to these kids, man. Y'all, don't, you don't know what this kid in particular went through or that kid in particular went through. You know, I knew personally what each and every one of them, you know, was going through and, uh, and I carried that, in a, and I and I carried it. I carried well, I it all. You a lot of your, your you know, intent? your arguments. Yeah. yeah, your intent. It's just you just. I lost them. it. I embarrassed myself on a lot of occasions. That's for sure. Yeah. I embarrassed myself on a lot of occasions. Crazy Joe. Crazy Joe. Crazy Joe. All right. Well, I think. Uh, what do you think? You think we could do a podcast together? Yeah. Let me ask you some questions on the next one. Oh, wow. Let's give me a sample. A sample. Sample question. What's it like being married to me? Oh, man. I'm going to describe it like this. What being married to you is like is walking around 24-7 with a mirror in your face. Because... And I, I say this all the time. You are the best person I know. You're you're the kind of person that's going to do the right thing when nobody's looking. And, um, you know, hey, where we differ might be, I will, you know, go way beyond for people, okay? And you will do a lot for people too. Um, but you will always do, at the end of the day, what's right. So <clears throat> I try to match that and mirror that and be worthy of being your husband. And I understand that way more now than I did in the past. Um, so there's that. And then there's, you know, it's like being married to your, like we, we laugh so much. We have been married 14 years, but we've known each other since we were 14 years old, 15 years old. I'm talking, what is that? You always like to throw that age difference. 30 something years. <laughs> it's been a long time to be knowing somebody and to still be enjoying their company. Right. Which is what makes me think that, you know, when I see marriages dissolve, I'm like, 
after 20, 30, some years, 15, 20 years or more marriages dissolve, I'm like, I just don't like, I, I feel like you had to see that or I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm like, I don't see that. You know, I know anything's possible, but it's, it's, it's times where it's hard. I'm like, you know, wonder what, you know, one bedroom apartments are going for right now. Oh yeah. And my next life. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, oh, my next life. I wonder what one bedroom is going for right now. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I ain't going no damn where. I have it really, really good. I have somebody that has my back. As, especially now when I've seen so many people turn their back on me um, and exit my life. It just makes me really, like, really focus in on the fact that, you know, you got me. And, um... Nah, it's it's great being married to you. From you my think opinion, it helps that we were friends first. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But even.